0: Well, Merry Christmas again, everyone. I'm so glad to get to be with you this morning to meditate a little bit on just the mysteries of the life of our Lord and then the way that they interact with our own. At the uh, Christmas Mass, and actually I forget if we get it again today, I'll check, it'll be in the, uh, the missal, but in the solemn blessing at the end, it talked about our Lord who unites the earthly and the heavenly realm. And it's an interesting thought in thinking about that in the way that heaven and earth come together in Jesus Christ and the way that he chose to live out you know, his life in the earthly realm. I find it a very mysterious line at the end of today's gospel that and Jesus advanced in wisdom and age and favor. When you think about that, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, God, advancing in wisdom, in age, in favor. And part of that kind of makes me think about that line from St. Augustine about the wedding feast at Cana, that the very fact that Jesus decides to make 180 gallons of the greatest wine anyone has ever had and to make it just instantly also points to the miracle of the fact that wine even happens at all, right? And in in just the natural process of fermentation that we get something as good as wine from grapes and water and time. You know, sometimes these things happen quickly. Sometimes it takes a long time to unfold. And the mystery of Christ's life is the fact that he does advance over time. And when you think about the totality of the life of Jesus Christ, right, his public ministry, his being amongst us in the flesh, as the deacon chanted the other night at the midnight mass, that most of it Is hidden. I mean, Jesus' public ministry started when he was about 30. He died on the cross at 33. So, 30 of those years, we only have a few things that we know about from his birth in the manger to the presentation in the temple, the visiting of the Magi, the flying to Egypt, the coming back home, and then, of course, the gospel that we get today that involves the mystery of the anxiety of our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph. Because we think so often, it's like, well, I'm following our Lord, I can't be anxious. In fact, we're told all over the place not to be afraid. One of my favorite quotes in all of sacred scripture is Psalm 37, where it says, do not fret, it only leads to evil. And I think in the midst of our day-to-day lives in which we all continue to advance in one way or another, in age, in wisdom, in favor, right? Or, those around us doing the same thing. For anybody who's ever paying attention, I like to talk about my nieces and nephews, right? They are sort of like the apple of my eye that I focus on all the time. And I remember when my sister Katie first had their oldest, Daisy. And when I arrived here in 2014, She was the lone grandchild at that point. My one niece, as I said, the apple of my eye. And I remember when she was born back in 2011 and my sister came down to visit, it was incredible. It was so good to get to be with them, to get to hold her, to be with her. And then it was so difficult. When Katie went back to Illinois, it's like, oh, it's like you're pulling my heart out of me. It's like, I don't want to, you know, not be with Daisy, like I want to see her grow and then I remember this is the tough thing, I don't want her to grow up right, like she's this little baby that I love holding and why does she need to get bigger, she's practically perfect in every way already, you know, why can't we just freeze frame right now and that's good enough, right and I don't know if other of you feel the same way, you know, if like grandparents, parents with their kids, you know, aunts and uncles, certainly there I am in that camp and you like want to hold on to that moment and yet, I will say, you know, all of a sudden, she starts taking some steps, and that's pretty cool too. And then all of a sudden, I get to share with her I know it's stupid, but here we are—the Muppets, right? And like the Muppet videos of the Menomina song, and to see her start to sing along and do her little dance with that, and it's the cutest thing ever, right? And then we get to go to the park, and I'm pushing her on the swings, and then all of a sudden it's like we're reading books together, and then we're like riding on bikes together, and we're starting to hike mountains together. And then this summer, she's outdoing me in riding our favorite roller coasters at Carowinds. It started off with, "Come on, you can do this." I don't know, you can do it. Okay, finally ride. Item, and then she's like dragging me along, right? And it's so good to get to those points, and who knows what's coming next? Now, in my own like dislike of transition and wanting to, for example, sit right over there as long as I possibly can, singing Silent Night at midnight mass. It's amazing, you know. I love it, and I don't even want to move and get out of it. But advancement and wisdom and age and favor continues to happen, right? God became one of us, entered into all of, the, all of this with us in time. And I think as we look on this feast of the Holy Family, we have the way of continuing on in the midst of this and looking at all of the miracles. Those that are the instant wine of the wedding feast of Cana or those that are the gradual fermentation process that still gives us Robert Mondavi Mondavi Chardonnay. Actually, it's Kendall Jackson that's the better one. We'll just let that be, right? Like, it can happen gradually, and it can still be really good. And to see that in our day-to-day lives, I think to take a page from the house of the Holy Family, so much of it is quiet and silent. So much of it is many things that we just don't get to see and know about much like our own day-to-day lives. And it's so easy to rush right through it all and to not pay attention, but to look to our Blessed Mother who does what? She holds on to all of these things in her heart. She doesn't know everything that's coming next, hence the anxiety. But notice, here's the difference from a lot of us a lot of the time when we have anxiety. What does Mary not do? She doesn't sin. She doesn't doubt. She doesn't run away from God. She doesn't go to a coping me- mechanism. She doesn't try to numb her senses. She stays focused on her son, and she keeps trusting in the midst of it all. And I think that's what we have to do: is to hold on to all of these things in our hearts. To do what Saint John tells us about in his beautiful letter. What is his commandment? We should believe in the name of his Son Jesus Christ, who has really and truly become one of us, and love one another just as he commanded us. And how do we do those two things? We remain in him. That ultimately every day of our lives is a lot like at Nazareth. It doesn't get a lot of attention. It's very quiet. But just like with Hannah and Samuel, all of this ultimately belongs to God anyway. He's letting us participate in it. He's letting us see this gradual advancement and unfolding in wisdom and age and favor. And even if you're like me and you just want to like hold on to this particular moment with this loved one in your life, the good news is, is that in that advancement in wisdom and age and favor in remaining in Christ and asking him for the grace to see his goodwill in the way that it unfolds, to know that with each next step, good things are on the horizon as long as we remain in him. My brothers and sisters in Christ, who knows what's coming next, right? Who knows that the ways that our relationships will develop. I know my parents probably feel the same way about me. They wanted me to stay a little guy for a long time. But now here I am, their priest's son. And our friendship has developed more and more. And I really appreciate more and more what we have now, you know, in a different way than what we had when I was in college. And yet, here it is. God's love continues to be present. Jesus continues to be here to be that lens that we can look through to see his great glory, grace, and present love advancing each and every day. Just like Mary, hold on to all of these things in your heart. Stay close to him even in the midst of anxiety, knowing that he can be trusted that he does love us and he wants us too to keep advancing in wisdom and age and favor. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.